I'm Dr. Ben Rall. Do you know where the most amazing doctor lives? You may be surprised to learn that it's actually right inside of you. Yet, today's healthcare model is built on a foundation that the greatest doctor instead comes in the form of pills, potions, lotions, even surgery. So listen in, because what if the majority of what you have been told about health and healing is not only wrong, but actually harmful to you? One thing is for sure, when you work with your body and not against it, you'll begin to discover that you are in fact designed to heal. Well, I want to welcome our audience back to another episode of the Design to Heal podcast. I am Jeff and with me, Dr. Ben Rawl. Yeah, today is the day for all of my chiropractic listeners and chiropractors that we talk to. We have a, a living legend, a personal hero, if you will, to me, uh, Billy DeMoss, who's coming to us from out in Cali, out west. Everybody knows Billy. Everybody loves Billy. Well, some people hate Billy. That's okay, too. You can't. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> right. the preferred model. Let me know your enemies more than your friends. That tells me more sometimes. But we are so excited to have Dr. Billy DeMoss with us today, and he is going to rip it up. So, brother... Welcome to the show. Uh, tell us about you. Tell us what's up. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on, man. We got a big Freedom Crusade tomorrow in Huntington. We'll probably have six, seven hundred people at that. It's kind of like a mini Cal Jam. <clears throat> Bobby Kennedy be there. He's a good friend of mine now, just because I donate a lot of money. It's good to know people like that, Bobby Kennedy. He's good to have on your team. Uh, Judy will be there, Judy Mikevitz, and then a, a great attorney in the area, Lee Dundas, and then I got a great chiropractor, Howard Cohn, speaking on it, and I'll probably do a little rant here and there. And the band will kick it out, play a little music for everybody, play a little War Pigs and some Black Sabbath, Children of the Grave, and some live music, too, so we got to mix it up. Keep everybody happy. Yeah, not everybody likes me. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I'm not, I'm not trying to make everybody like me, so... So I want to know out of the gate, Billy, what are, what are like the the three biggest gripes that people out there, what, what are the haters and the trolls saying about you on the internet right now? Uh, that I'm a quack, uh, you know, quack watch, I, like I'm freaking out of my mind. But the funny thing is all the conspiracy theories I've talked about have pretty much all come true. So it's just like a lot of people have to eat their words, especially a lot of chiropractors, big time chiropractors that thought I was bringing down the image of the profession with all my conspiracy theories, like you're going to need to get vaccinated to get on a plane. I said that like 20 freaking years ago and people thought I was crazy. And we're pretty much going on. And lot, uh, like I just flew to Indonesia, you had to have a card to get on the plane. So uh, I think a lot of these things are reality that I talked about. I talked about that it's really just a depopulation agenda. If you can't see that, then you're pretty much got your head up your sphincter. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things I've talked about, the fluoridation issues, the chemtrails, and the oppression of the most beautiful healing art on the planet, which is chiropractic, especially you know, if it's practiced from what I consider a holistic, uh, philosophically sound point of view, which we hopefully we'll talk about. That's what I want to. That's what I want to talk about, Billy, because I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm listening, and I'm. People have asked me, and you know, they say like I just was talking to a guy this morning. He he had us on early on in the pandemic and on a podcast, and he said, "How did you know that the." that the jab was BS, right? How did you know that it wasn't going to be what they said it was going to be? And I said, listen, it's not because I'm smart. And I and I give credit to this, to the to, to chiropractic. Once you understand the chiropractic principles, 
it answers a lot of these questions like, well, how do you know that fluoride is bad? I know that ingesting toxic poisons into my body will not make me healthier. I don't need to see a study. I'm happy to see one. I don't need to see the science. I'm happy. You can show me one if you want to, but I already know what I need to know. And that's one thing I'm so thankful for, for the chiropractic profession. It's why I'm the same way. Like I just can't, I mean, we have a lot of people on the show and we bring in, you know, some naturally minded MDs and all that. And some of my friends, and we've had Bobby on and Dell and all of our boys. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, I love chiropractors, right? Because we've been fighting yeah. this fight for a long time, right? And they've been, we've been trying to be destroyed and sued and AMA and quack watch. And, you know, I was talking to my son, he's 13 the other day and he was talking about growing up as being a chiropractor's son. And he's like, you know, yeah, they call you quack dad, you know, but, I'm at, but we're blessed, man. I know you've been doing this a long time. I'm about 20 years. There's people before us, brother, that legitimately wow. went to jail for this, right? There's brothers and sisters that right. literally lost their lives, went to jail for practicing this healing art. And I know you are so passionate about that, unapologetically passionate. So tell, just let it rip, brother. Tell us, tell us your heart on this thing. You, how long have you been doing this? I know you take care of thousands of people forever, but what's going on? I've been doing it for 37 years. I didn't finish my list. It was number one, I think I'm a quack. Number two, I think that I swear <laughs> which is probably true, but I learned that from Anthony Robbins. I also listened to a lot of uh, George Carlin. He was a big influence of mine. He is a big influence of mine. And I, as I always say, people get more pissed off about an F-bomb, the fact that they're murdering and destroying children's lives and destroying the planet and the things that are going on. As far as the uh, push of the New World Order, which is right around the corner, the writing's on the wall. And then the, the one I saw yesterday is that I'm uh misogynist and i go really i mean i don't know why that was i mean mm. i don't i don't i love everybody i don't care you know male female uh just the way it goes but i think people just sometimes get jealous with your success sometimes and they want to try to pull you down into their quagmire and mm. it's okay like like uh <clears throat> jack nicholson said you know i am who i am your approval is not necessary so i live by that trait yeah, but as far as chiropractic, I mean, I've been so blessed to do this for 37 years, going on 38 now. <clears throat> Sorry, I still got a cat in my throat. I'm just kind of waking up still. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like I love what I do. I mean, I had a great day yesterday. I have a great day pretty much every day in here, and it's just because I get a hang. And during the the pandemic, scamdemic, don't give it credit as a pandemic because it wasn't a pandemic. They want you to believe it was a pandemic, but as I tell my people in my practice, there is nothing out there any different than there's ever been other than the mindset and the fear propagated by uh, our media, which not only social media, but obviously TV and radio, <clears throat> which people live by that shit. But yeah, the chiropractic principle of A-D-I-O, above, down, inside, out, live by it, bro. I don't put it like... <clears throat> I said that I was on a podcast, I think, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday morning at 6 freaking 45 in the morning, man. Way too early. I can't think that early. But I say this, and uh, how did I know that this vaccine is a scam? I Well, all vaccines are a scam, according to me and my principles about ADIO. And I mean, it's not outside in, bro. It's inside out. And even our founding fathers, D.D. Palmer, said that vaccines were a scam and to be avoided. BJ did the same thing. We were telling people this in 1895. We were way ahead of the curve. And I got guys like Joe Rogan that used to think I was crazy because I was anti-vaccine. And now he's starting to wake the f up. So 
It's funny, and I've been, I've asked, and I'm, I'm keep putting it out there. I want to go on Joe Rogan's show because if you're going to call me out as being the biggest quack in the chiropractic profession, put me on, man. Come on, you got some balls? Let's see them, bro. Let's kind of let's get on the show. Billy, let and me let me ask you control. let me ask you something. I think this is so <laughs> the irony that you live in practice in California is somewhat hilarious, right? Meaning of all the places to drop you off at, for all the places for you to live and practice and be who you are, this last few years has to have been living hell in some ways, right? I mean, just the reality of it. But then also, can you give us a status? Can you can you give us a just your take, what it's been like living out there? I was talking to one of your guys earlier there, just, you know, California. Tell us what it's like being a Cairo, principal of Cairo out there, and, and what's going on. Well, I had my best two years ever practiced through the scandemic, so I can't say anything negative about it. Bring it on, bro. I mean, when you live by these principles and you teach your people these principles and you got COVID is a scam shirts at the front desk and you got Bobby's book, Bobby Kennedy's book up front. I don't attract the friggin' idiots, bro. I attack people that think the same way I do because I can't handle people. Like somebody came in with a mask yesterday and I, I go, you don't need to wear that here. You know that and she goes, oh, good. I just thought it was a medical. She worked at a medical facility and they make her work wear it there. So she just thought that's the way it was. Uh I mean, I stood my ground here in the beginning, and I'm I'm in a very, very red, red, red as it gets area, Newport Beach, California, which is very, you know, it's probably one of the most wealthy areas in the world uh, as far as real estate is concerned. I'll tell you that right now. You can't get a friggin' postage stamp for friggin' under a million bucks here now. So it's uh, through the whole thing. I mean, I would go to Santa Monica Seafood wearing V for Vendetta masks, and I We'd go out on the beach when they told us we couldn't surf when I walked out there and had five cop cars come in and try to apprehend me. And I just said, what are you guys? You guys are enforcing your own friggin' demise because you're just propagating the tyranny that's going to destroy your children's life. I go, don't you care about your children's future? You know, and they, sh- they you know, left me alone. I mean, the thing is, it was ridiculous all the shit we went through, through that whole and and that's just the beginning, bro. I mean, it's going to come again this year, as I predicted, and I'll predict it again. They'll have they're already ramping up, I guess, the RSV thing right now. It's just like because we have so many vaccine people that they're so neurologically challenged and IQ challenged that they can't see what's so friggin' obvious to all of us. It's been the same friggin' song and dance for friggin' ever since I've been alive with H1N1, the bird flu, or what a hoof and mouth disease. It's like we keep propagating the germ. Again, that's, I, again, BJ Palmer said if the germ theory of disease were true, there'd be no one living to believe it. And that got me going down the whole vaccine rabbit hole because they go, well, if germs don't cause disease, why are we pumping everybody full of all these freaking vaccines? Because we're trying to create all this bad business. We've got all the autistic kids. We've got all the kids with allergies and asthmas and eczema and ADD and ADHD, not to mention all the gut issues that people have. I mean, it's just like, there. let's mandate something that f***ed everybody up and then sell a bunch of drugs in the back. And, and then also it's a drug that's going to, it's a drug. Vaccines are drug. People think, well, it's not a drug. It's a drug. Anything you have to inject with a needle is a drug. And it's, you're not pumping in like friggin' herbs, bro. You're pumping in a bunch of chemicals that cause an inflammatory reaction in the body and also are to- very toxic to the body. And, and, and we know that there's only two things that cause disease. Chestnut told me this and I learned it. That's pretty obvious though. It's toxicity and deficiency. You have a deficiency of nerve flow, bro. You have a deficiency of friggin' common sense. You have a deficiency of love in your life. 
Uh, you have a deficiency of vibratory foods in your life. You have a deficiency of connection with your fellow man. Woman. You have a d- deficiency in drinking clean water. I know that doesn't look like water, but it's black water. So, and then you have a toxicity of the mind from your freaking two big bioweapons that everybody owns, which I don't, and I'm proud to say that. All you are part of the system walking around with your cell phone, radiating your ovaries and your testicles and your prostate gland and your breast. And you wonder why we have rampant infertility and you wonder why we have rampant prostate and breast cancer and ovarian cancers that everybody's experiencing because you're carrying around a radiation device in your pocket, which tracks everything. You listen to everything that you say. I don't want to be part of that science project. I'd rather smoke a pack of cigarettes or two packs of cigarettes. Not that I would ever do that. I never understood cigarettes. Uh, But the thing is, people do this because I think people have literally been trained to be uh, lab rats. Not not lab rats. You're probably just going to be sacrificial lambs is a better way to put it. I'm sorry I'm laughing because it just blows my mind what people can't see. In fact, I read that on Facebook. Just Facebook. I was on Facebook. Uh, a little earlier about, you know, just what the F can't people see? It's just so blatantly. I can't believe people are still falling for this bullshit, which it is, you know, you but know, that Bill, shows the status. Of, go ahead. Well, yeah, no, I'm just, you know, I, I think one of the things and why I wanted to have you on and, and I wanted, you know, sometimes it's like you, you need, and I, and I know, uh, Billy, that sometimes, you know, you get pegged all those things that you were saying and even within the profession. And I think, we have to understand, right? Whether it was, you know, like I care. yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> we, yeah, I we, like I care. Oh yeah. Well, no, but that's what I, that's my point. Right. And so sometimes because, you know, they look at, you know, people like yourself that are willing to take the arrows that don't care, man, we desperately need those people, right? Like that we have in our history, whether it was the, the BJs of the world or the SIDS, any of these leaders, right. That just had to say, listen, there's too many people getting destroyed, getting lied to, getting slaughtered. And so, yeah. So, and I've always talked about like, you know, when we're referred to as the crazy ones, I'm like, I'm not crazy. The world is crazy. Like this is actually the opposite (laughs) of that. Like, I don't, you know, it's like, no, I know it sounds aggressive and it can seem over the top, but listen, that's part of the freaking point, right? Cause you've been lulled to sleep. You, you're, you like you said, we're staring at that the idiot box. I mean, and you are a man of your word. I mean, that's why that's why you're so hard to get a hold of because you don't have a phone. You don't have it's like if you want to get a hold of Billy, you got to send him a letter in the mail. You know what I mean? Or show up at his door, go to his office. But right. <laughs> but the, so can you? But I know that you also. It has to be frustrating, Billy. You know, I've seen you over all the years and on the circuit and speaking and sharing and just you just do it. Um, but the apathy. You know, because I'm sure like people, oh, hey, go get him, Billy. It's like, listen, I don't need you to be, I don't need a fan. I need you to get off your butt and do it too, right? Um, you know, this doesn't have to be, oh, we just love that Billy's over the top and hey, Billy, go get him. It's like, I'm sure that has to frustrate you to some level, right? Where it's like, I don't need fan club. I need people that are willing to show up, put their money where their mouth is. And I you know I've watched you enough and followed you enough. Do you... What's your kind of take on that? Because I know there's some doctors listening. And frankly, I don't even care doctors, staff, patients, people that are just listening to this. You don't have to be a doctor to stand up. You don't have to doctor to show up at a freedom rally. You don't have to be a doctor to say no to a vaccine. You don't have to be a doctor to say no to dope. So will you just kind of share your heart, brother, on on what that's been like living at kind of the front of it, but also being like, you know, but just doing it anyway? Because I think there's some people that are on that precipice and they need you to kind of push them lovingly, right? But I don't care. But, you know, just saying, hey, you can do it. So because I, I know you believe in that. I know you believe in people standing up. 
Right. And it, it, like you said, it, you don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to, you, you're not really, you just have to be somebody that cares about the future for your kids, basically the bottom line. And I, I say this all the time from the stage, I've lived the most amazing, I'll put my passport up against anybody's and I like to travel and I'm leaving for Costa Rica Friday and I just got back from Indonesia and I was in Costa Rica. I love to travel and surf and travel and snowboard. That's what I do. And I want kids to have the same opportunities. I don't want them to be impressed into a world where you're not going to own anything and you're going to like it because that's where it's headed. You're not going to own real estate. You're not going to be able I mean, it, the, literally, they're going to control everything that you do. I mean, the writing's on the wall, bro. I mean, everything that we've got to where we're at right now was written about. Look at Agenda 21. It's all there. It's We're there, okay? Uh, just look at Agenda 2030 and see where things are headed. That's the goal. That's the end game goal. And you're not going to be able to travel. Uh, recreational travel will be something that humans will no longer do. You're not going to be able to go to Indonesia. That's why I say it right now. I say you better get it while you still can, because I'm telling you, in another probably 10 years, your travel to uh, distant destinations as far as uh, surf trips ain't going to happen anymore because we're going to be controlled. And that's what I've really tried to. I mean, I've been telling people this for 30 years when people thought I was like when I talked about 9-11s and in inside job and people thought I was crazy. I mean, you have to be an idiot not to see that that was an inside job. I mean, all you have to do is where'd all the thermite come from? You know, I mean, buildings don't just fall like that. What happened to building seven? I mean, there's so many smoking guns that even a moron can see that. But see, people are in denial. That's probably where I get the most upset. Uh, and yeah, apathy is a big thing too. Like you don't give a shit until they're knocking on your friggin' door. And then when they're knocking on your door, taking your kids to get them vaccinated because you didn't do it. You know, because I've, I've heard that from chiropractors. Well, I want to fly under the radar. Well, the radar's here, bro. The radar's over your friggin' house. And your apathy in the past and you trying to cover your ass didn't work because, and people say that like, well, aren't you going to move out of California? No, I'm not moving out of California. There's no waves in fucking Idaho. There's no waves in Texas. There's no, and there's not even waves in Florida, Okay. I live here because I set my life up here and I'm going to like I got my friggin' war pigs jacket on today. I'm I'm going to stay here and fight. I've got some testicles. I'm not going to, you know, cave and acquiesce to the left and their agenda and the friggin' social communism that they're bringing in. Uh, and again, I I'm friggin' 64 years old. I got, you know, I don't have as much in the game as these young people, but I see that the children, young adults even, are falling for this shit more than because the school systems are all screwed now. It's not school anymore. It's indoctrinating your children into their very near communist life that they're going to live, okay? And yeah, I get really bummed about the apathy in our profession. It's like, well, you, the, the other thing is like a lot of chiropractors were even getting friggin' vaccinated and doing all the protocols in their office. I say, no, I'm not going to acquiesce to your bullshit. I know it's all bullshit. Okay. And, you know, my brother got in a little trouble for not doing it. He practices in a different area than me. And uh, he goes, I wonder why you don't get by. I think they think I'm so nuts that they don't even want to waste their time on me, you know, because I'm a freaking eight ball renegade. I'm not, I'm not going to cave in. You know, the thing is you got to draw a line in the sand and you got to stand up for what's right. You know, even Martin Luther King said that, you know, 
You don't follow unjust laws. You don't do stuff that they tell you to do if it's not right in your mind, you know? And we know this is all bullshit because we live by those principles, ADIO. That's what I love about chiropractic. We got our philosophy and our philosophy tells us what's right and what's wrong. And we got to live by those ADIO principles. And it's not hard, bro. I mean, like people think it's like hard to be healthy. It's not hard. You just mm-hmm. eat food, you exercise, you get adjusted, not because you're in pain. You get adjusted because you want to release that nerve flow that coordinates every function of your body. And then I'm, I'm personally believe that if you can do things to keep the spine healthy, it's probably not going to degenerate and become arthritic like a lot of people do. So it's not only a, you know raising the vibration and the frequency of that person to get them healthier. That's what chiropractic is about. It's not about your back pain, your neck pain. Again, that's where chiropractic's gone. It's sold out sold out to the allopathetic model of treating symptoms. That's not what chiropractic's about to me. It's about creating friggin' a higher frequency so people live at a higher expression of their normal DNA. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to ask you next. I I love it. I'm just sitting here nodding my head and and giving myself a high five of just listening. But, you know, I'm thinking about you know, I mean, even in the chiropractic history, 1918, this, this, the flu epidemic, how chiropractic was saving everybody's lives. I mean, that was one of the big reasons we ended up getting licensure, whether that was good or bad, we got licensure, we could debate, but that's when it kind of went down. Cause they're like, we got to get these chiropractors licensed so they can get their hands on people. So people stop dying of the friggin' flu. Right. And so, and, and, and the human, the human being hasn't changed in that hundred years, right? The body's still the body, the immune system, still the immune system. And so you've, because you practiced for 37, 38 years, you have seen, and you've practiced, you've served a lot of people. God's blessed you with that. You've, you know, you've been a busy doctor. Can you share? Cause listen, I'm, I'm all with you. This first part, we have to talk about the, the crap. We have to talk about the problem, right? There's no, people sometimes be, you know, yell at me. They're like, why do you always rip on medicine? I'm like, I got to rip on medicine. Cause you still think it's valuable. It's the number one killer on the planet. Why would you not want to rip on it? Like if I'm in healthcare, <laughs> yeah, if I'm in healthcare, I'm going to probably need to tell you about the number one cause of death. So we're going to do that. The, the great thing about chiropractic is not only do we get to, you know, help people see the problem, but we actually get to deliver the solution and we get to see it happen under our hands. We get to see the signs, wonders, and miracles. We get to watch the, the dead rise. We get to watch people heal from things they told they could never heal from. We get to watch families, you know, and you doing it as many years as you have, you've gotten to see generations, right? The mom and dad, you know, the baby you suggest who's a mom and dad now, right? And you were getting to see kind of the reverse happen where you health builds, health builds, health. Will you mind just telling some of our listeners about what you've seen over 37, 38 years in the profession, just from a healing and just inspiring people? Because I know we have to point out the crap, but we also have to we, sh- we inspire the people, letting them know what's possible for them, right? What, what, th- what is available for them through this understanding of above, down, inside, out. So tell us the good news too, Billy. Well, I live by these principles, bro. And uh, I'm proud to say in 37 years of practice, I've never missed one day of work. And it ain't work if you love what you do. I love what I do. I, I've never missed a day of work. I don't get sick. I never get sick. But I mean, I'm freaking impeccable about food, exercise, positive thought most of the time i mean i got kicked in the nuts yesterday a good friend of mine died and he was my formulator for my cannabis products like i told you uh so you're gonna have days where you're you know you're not gonna be as up and positive as you should be and i had a little difficulty with sleep last night because i was you know i was mourning my friend's death uh but you see that it's like that's what i don't get like there's two things i want to touch on i've been doing this and i and i have a very strong pediatric practice, 50% kids. 
I've seen over the, and that's why I get so friggin' pissed off because I see mom after mom after mom after mom after mom after mom bring me their kids that are autistic, and it's the same friggin' story every time. He was normal, and then we vaccinated him, and now he's all f***ed up, okay? And it's just like, how many times do I have to see that? And they go, I wish I would have known what I know now. And I go, why, well, why would you research something that's so extreme to me, like sticking a needle in your beautiful born beautiful miracle that God gave you, your baby. Why wouldn't you research you do more research looking for a friggin' purse or buying rims for your friggin' car than you do probably one of the biggest decisions you have to make in your life is whether or not I should friggin' poison my kid or not. Uh and then the other thing is the miracles that you see. I mean, I don't think like new graduates or young doctors see the things and I'm really big on this. And I was thinking about this last night is that one of the things that I do when I, and maybe this sounds a little weird to some people, but, but I like to pray in my own head. Like I, when I'm, when I'm checking people, I'll, I'll touch their Atlas. And I, I just ask God for more healing energy here. I need healing energy here. And again, it's free. It doesn't cost me anything. There's no tax on it. And, and most of the time the patients don't even know that I'm doing it, but I've really got into prayer lately. As I've gotten older, I've really become more spiritual. I've really gotten into Christianity. I've really got, and I'm trying to be a better person all around. And again, I've, I've up a lot, you know, I'm not saying I'm perfect. And if there's anybody out there that's perfect, please throw the first stone at me. And nobody's ever thrown a stone at me. I'm just trying, it's, 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 it's about progress, not perfection. Uh, and yeah, I've got my character defects like we all do. And I'm working on all that stuff, but when you see people come to you in wheelchairs, which you really almost sometimes think, can I really help this person? Am I just working on this person because I need a patient? No, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm doing this because I have 100% confidence that what I do is going to liberate liberate that person. Again, I don't promise any cure. I don't like. I'm not going to take any credit, but I'm not going to take the blame if it doesn't get any better. But the majority of the time, you see miracles in your practice. As long as you and your head put that into the universe and you very specific with your adjustments, I'm big on x-ray. I don't want to get into that because that causes a lot of controversy with people. What about the radiation? Oh, you're worried about the radiation when people are carrying a phone around. You're living in a sea at just a toxic sea of EMF and Wi-Fi and all the crap, electrical frequencies and magnetic frequencies. You're worried about an x-ray that's going to show me something where the degeneration might be lost to curve where we have obvious subluxation, which you can see on x-ray if you look. I mean, I do a lot of Gonstead barge markings, not that I practice those specific techniques. I do the Moss technique, which is a, a like a amalgamation or, or Merlot of all the different techniques that I've learned over the years. And I, you know, I make it my own. I don't want to be Gonstead. I don't want to be barge. I don't want to be Patabon. I want to be me. And again, they discovered stuff. Why can't I discover my own technique? So that's what I teach young doctors is go learn everything you can. Learn your condylifts, your Gonstead, your diversified, your drop table. Learn it all, bro. And then put it together as yourself, how you feel it should be applied to the human body. And then you should have some type of objective measurement as to ascertain progress. And I like to look at x-rays. That's just me. I also like to look at HRV to look at that. We've increased their vibration and decreased sympathetic dominance because a lot of disease, about 85% of it is probably because people live in stress, sympathetic dominant states. And if we can minimize that or mitigate that, we can improve their health 
dramatically because I feel most drugs that people take are just drugs to uh, mitigate uh, the effects of sympathetic dominance. And I would rather do that through a chiropractic, a pure, beautiful, specifically applied chiropractic adjustment that liberates nerve flow of ADIO than taking some toxic chemical made out of gasoline, you know what I'm saying, as the Rockefellers want us to do, and not use all the other beautiful plants and fungi that God provided us for, you know, as things that are things that you should eat, you know, on a daily basis. Not only that, superfoods, and I like to do a lot of vegetables. And and again, I'm I'm reading the carnivore diet. I'm going to be open to listening to what he's got to say. I mean, I'm and yeah. I'm going to I use my own body as a laboratory to see how it works and if it works better for me. Do you? But I think I'm doing pretty good at six. Yeah, yeah. Four years old. Yeah, I wish I know we have we're doing videos so you can't uh, the listeners can't see you but I can see it of course, you know, if if you if you don't know Billy as a listener, you know, as just a layperson that's listening, I assure you you would not think he is 64. You honestly would probably think he's a third I mean, with me one time. <laughs> one time. What do people say, Doc? I mean, I mean, nobody has to, nobody. When you meet strangers, people that never met you, I mean, they honestly they probably think you're 30 years old. I mean, is that like a fairly regular? Well, not 30, but you know, I get people. You know what trips me out the most is I get patients that come to me, and the first thing I always look at is their age, and I go, "Whoa, that dude looks old." And then I look, you know, it's, it's all about your energy. You know, I mean. I think as we age, no, I don't think, I know as we age, our energy and frequencies and vibration all decreases because of the accumulation of toxicity and deficiencies. And it's also spinal degeneration impedes the flow of ner the nerve flow, you know, and if we can, if we can uh, stop degeneration, which I feel we can through proper hydration, you know, maybe adding some collagen to your diet, uh, bone broth. Uh, putting some motion in your spine <laughs> through chiropractic and through exercise and just movement, uh, getting proper rest and detoxification because we live in a toxic world. So I've got those two workshops scheduled here in my practice beginning of January because I'm not going to teach that crap now because people are – the flu season is really just maximum toxicity season. You're going to eat – like it starts at Halloween, you're eating all that crap and sugar and, you know, they even have to take a day off school now because the kids are all cracked out on sugar and you no know, meth out. I think it's meth now. Uh, and then and then they go through the holidays and they're, you know, people bring all this food into my office. I go, that ain't food. That's freaking toxic. You're bringing cakes and cookies and candy. It's amazing the human body can sustain what we do to it. It's like you're literally polluting the shit out of your body. And then you wonder why you get sick. You get the flu because your body's saying, oh, we had enough of your bullshit. It's time to get that shit out of your body. So then you purge, you throw up, you get diarrhea, you're in bed because the body's done with your just toxic overload. That's all, what the I've, flu season is. I've said that before. I, the store. Yeah. I've said to people before, yeah. like you need to, um, what it's a, actually, it's a testament to the health of the body. We should actually be sicker. Like if you look at what we do, it's actually amazing that we're, I even, even use the word healthy, but like, it's amazing that we're as healthy as we are now. It's getting worse, unfortunately. And our kids are sicker than ever. And childhood cancer is through the roof. Doc, I want to ask you one thing too. You're so, 
you're so uh, passionate about teaching, not just your patients, but also doctors, right? You've created CalJam, the biggest, you know, uh, you know, public, I mean, it was, it's amazing, but also I love you 37, 38 years in this and you're still bringing, you know, you got your clubhouse, you have a whole facility. You just teach people. I mean, right now. Yeah. It's like, I want, you know, and yeah. I want people to understand this because, and I say this sometimes, like you already know it, like you don't need it. You don't, you know, you already know it. You do it. It's you're good. Right. You it's, but the fact that after that long, you still say, I'm going to take my patients on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night. And a lot of my friends have been out to your clubhouse, teaching doctors and, and teaching the public. And it's just so important. And that's what I want people to understand too. Anything you're talking about today isn't something that they can't do. Again, you don't have to be a doctor. Everybody's going to hear you and say, oh man, Billy's awesome. I want Billy to be my doctor. Listen, there's no doctor. You know, the greatest doctor is the doctor was inside of you. Right. And so. Doctors within, baby. Yeah. And so what, what has that been for you? I'm just curious because, I mean, I know you love it. You just live it and love it. But, you know, you, you still, I'm sure you meet some of these old time, I say old timers, just these docs that go, oh man, doc, you're just working too hard. You're grinding it. And I'm like, man, I have no desire to retire, right? I can't imagine not being part of teaching people what has been so profound to me. And I'm, I've never asked you that specifically, but what's your take on that? I'm sure, I'm imagining you're going to be doing this. You're going to die one of two places. You're either going to die at the table or you're going to die surfing. I imagine it's one of the two. Yeah, probably surfing, you know. In fact, that friend that passed away was, uh, he was a big wave surfer and he drowned, actually died twice surfing. So he had nine lives and he surfed stuff that I don't have when I even have to, need to do. Yeah, I mean, I love, doctor means what? Not drug pusher, not even a backcracker, or as I say, a specific chiropractic adjustment uh, based on palpation x-rays and scoping people out uh doctor means teacher teach teach people how be an example a leaders are you should be an example of what you're trying to teach and portray you know you don't want to be some bloated sloth that's trying to teach a nutrition workshop if you don't live it people aren't going to follow you that's my opinion but again that's my opinion i can i'm, I'm entitled to my opinion I literally love teaching. I love because it's just fun for me. I love speaking. I love interacting with people. I love being who I am. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I get self-critical. We all do, I'm sure. Uh, especially when you're in a group of people that don't understand you. You know what I'm talking about? Because <laughs> I've been to events in Louisiana and Nebraska where I wasn't with my people. You know what I'm saying? They were more into the chiropractic thing for the moolah, you know. They weren't into it for the heart and the love and the principle and the philosophy of chiropractic. They were People got into chiropractic because it's a good way to make money. And that's fine. Again, if that's your drive, then great. But those aren't the kind of people that I relate with best. Uh, I'm sure I can sway people that direction. Uh, but... Again, teaching people in my practice, teaching chiropractors uh, and speaking at events and raising people's vibration uh, and self-confidence and motivating people is something that I've always loved doing. And, you know, God bless me with I'm like, I'm not a great guitar player. I have to really put the time in on that. I'm not a natural, but I feel that God blessed me with the capacity to teach my grandfather was a, on radio. He was a big, he used to actually work with BJ Palmer back. He was, had a radio station back in Omaha, Nebraska. And 
you know, that's when radio is just getting its, you know, it was getting going around. And BJ had the biggest radio station, I guess, I don't know, east of the Mississippi or something. I don't know. He had a big radio station. Let's leave it at that. And so, and, and so that whole small circuit of speakers and people that owned radio were highly influential in the day, you know. So he interacted with Ronald. He actually gave uh, Johnny Carson his first job, and he worked with Ronald Reagan, and he worked with B.J. Palmer, and they were very awesome. uh, outspoken. I love yeah, I, I, I love B.J. Palmer's, uh, you know, the name of the radio station, WOC, World of Chiropractic. I just love people that just lived and breathed, you know, the the, the chiropractic principle and, and talked to people. I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here. You wouldn't be sitting here. You know, it's it's a it's a compliment when people call me a zealot. Right. It's a compliment when people say you're over the top. It's like I don't know, actually, the other way, because the other way doesn't change anything. The other way doesn't make a difference. It's like in the scriptures when it talks about, you know, either be, you know, fire, you know, be hot or be cold, but don't be lukewarm warm. Don't be in the middle. Don't be straddling the fence. Like have a position, make a stand. And yeah, do you get some, take some hits, but listen, the days, like you said earlier, doc of flying under the radar, this illusion that you can do that, or you're going to hide or just take yours. Like, again, we, we have to, I think if anything, these last couple of years has shown us is that ain't going to cut it, right? The powers that be are way too determined to destroy your life and the life and the, and just the, really the foundational life principles that that's just not going to take it anymore. Doc, I want to ask you something as we, as we kind of wind down, and this is a little bit of a weird question, but I just, maybe it's because of what we were talking about. I love weird questions. Well, I love weird questions. <laughs> well, you know, and maybe it's because I'm thinking about your friend that you lost and I know you've had other tragedies in your life. Uh, you know, that you very, you're transparent as it gets kind of a guy. We all do. We all have a man. I mean, it's just, you know, you got to put your pants on, go to work the next day. And that's, <laughs> so if yeah. this, if this was the, if I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have you say just, the if if this was it, as we both hang up this phone and you know I'm going to get in my car, you're going to go do your thing, and this is the last time we're able to talk. If this is the last thing we were able to do, right, is what we're doing right now. And I know your heart for people. I know your heart for the profession. I know your heart for chiropractic and for patients. Will you just? What do you want people to know? What is? What do they need to know? Billy D's heart, 64 years, pushing it, grinding, 37, 38 years in the profession, living loud, living large. What do you want people to know? What's the, what's the final message, if you will? It's all in God's hands. So I get up and every morning get on my knees and I pray, God, I'm going to be the vehicle. Take me where you want to take me. Serve the people you want me to serve. I just kind of relinquished all that responsibility and the weight of the world. And I realized that it's really God's in charge. So, you know, I'm not saying I'm going to sit on my laurels and expect, you know, not to do anything. I mean, God wants you to work still too, you know, and he wants you to know, but I'm not going to freak out about when things don't go perfect. I'd say that's just God's will, you know, and once I learned that concept, it took a lot of stress out of me. And again, it's just like, you know, I prayed last night for my fun, my buddy that just passed away and just hopefully he's saved, you know, I'm not thinking he wasn't a really big, you know, follower of Christ, but he was, uh, he was a good man. He was a, he really cared about people. I mean, he worked with a lot of my cancer patients and stuff. Uh, and we got amazing results with that, you know. So I just just take the weight of the world off your back and put it on God's back because he can lift a lot more than we can. Uh, and then just love people. Love 
and again, sometimes I know that's one of the things I've got to learn. And that's one of my character defects. I, I just sometimes more the sledgehammer than the loving, you know, accommodating. I, I think, like you said, I just sometimes I get frustrated with the apathy and people's just like stupidity. I just can't, sometimes I can't take it, but I've got to learn to be a little bit more gentle with people. That's not my character, but I got to work on that. So yeah, just turn it over to God, bro. That's it. Man, Billy, I just, um, you got me kind of choked up there as I'm just listening to you. And I, I think, um, I don't know if this is true, but I think you're all, also oftentimes misunderstood, right? People hear sound oh, bites and they don't, they don't understand. Nobody stays in this game and they get caught up in a, a cuss word or they get caught up in a, in a statement. They get caught up in the passion and they go all the way and they're crazy. They're crazy. Man, I'll I tell you, I, I, I agree. If people can, you know, understand. Can I tell I, you one more story? Of course, brother. And this of course. Is, summarize what you just said. I was, I had a speaker over Danny Constable from uh, Germany that spoke at Cal Jam one year and uh, there used to be this thing called the litter box or the sandbox on Facebook or somewhere. They always talk shit about chiropractors. And he was like all concerned because they were talking shit about Cal Jam. They were talking shit. You know, we just finished the most amazing event ever. I mean, if you haven't been at Cal Jam, you, know, you can't experience it. So, I mean, there's a lot of great events out there, but we just add another layer, which is like there's nobody that's ever done anything at this level, in my opinion. And if there is, let me see it because I'll duplicate it or make it better. Because we do it in a very ama an amazing uh, center, but he set the Orange County Performing Arts Center where they have plays like Broadway plays. It's like it's it's not like you're not going to some shitty hotel like the Hilton or something. You're in a friggin' performing arts center with full production music. It's just an amazing program with the most amazing speakers on everything that has to do with our future. Uh, but he said they're they're like talking shit about you in the in the sand in the litter box. I called the litter box because chiropractors used to go in there and take a big shit uh, on other people. It's just like they don't. See, and if you read the penalty of uh, leadership by B.J. Palmer, they're not going to make fun of people with that's doing something like you said lukewarm. They're going to go after people that they're jealous about. And he says, "How do you handle that, Billy? How do you handle all the negativity?" And I go, "It's just like water off a duck's back," as B.J. Palmer said. And I'll close with this: He says, "When you walk into a room, they better be talking about you. It doesn't matter if they're talking shit about you. They better be talking." As I always say from the stage, if you're going to talk about my, just spell my name right. And the more you talk about me, the more you spread the word of what we're trying to accomplish. And you may think you're doing derogatory shit. You're just spreading the word of what we're trying to accomplish. So talk shit all you want. Put me on your Facebook pages. Joe Rogan can talk bullshit about me. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, who's in charge? God's in charge. And I and again, if he, if he tells me tomorrow, you need to stop cussing. Well, I probably will really try at that, but it's just one of those things that's kind of inherently in my DNA. Oh, right well, you know what, Billy? And I, I have a tendency to do that one time. And I read this study. You've probably seen it. It said that people that cuss a lot have higher intelligence, higher IQs. And that was the last thing I needed to read. I'm like, well, that's the deal. I'm just so intelligent that I'm required to, to required to cuss. Um, the last, <laughs> I don't think we're more intelligent. I don't think we're just as stupid as everybody else. I go. say that all the time. I ain't that smart, <laughs> but I ain't that stupid either. You know I'm just, I mean, to believe in all the stuff that's being pushed out there like why would you take a drug to, to like treat blood pressure or thyroid or cholesterol or whatever your problem is that's what people do you know i, you I have to be kind of I, so. I i want to end with a quote came to mind talked a lot about bj today but it seems fitting for this one billy i love you because you love the things that i, I love 
right? Yeah, there I see him sitting right behind you, BJ. And BJ, one of BJ's quotes among so many that he had, but right, he said, I love you because of that you love the things I love. And, you know, I know that um, you're all over the place speaking and traveling and serving. And we just thank you. Thank you for holding the line in California. Thank you for holding the line in our profession. Thank you for inspiring people. Thank you for 30, 38 years. I'm sure there's been times, Billy, where you've wanted to, I don't know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but where those, the enemy comes in and whispers to us to give up, to quit, was it all worth it? You know, what the heck am I just going to check out? And I'm just, you know, I'm done with this, but for some reason you keep coming back, you keep showing up, even when you take the hits. And I just want you to know as a, as a friend and as a chiropractor, just, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you. And God bless. I love you too, brother. Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate the chance to communicate to more and more people about keeping this thing alive and keeping it rock and rolling because we got factions within that want to bring this profession down and turn it into some type of pseudo metapractic philosophy which ain't gonna happen on my dime okay amen amen brother if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe and if you want to support the show give us a five-star review and share it with your tribe to learn more about dr ben's work visit achievewellness.clinic